Alright, should we get started? Yeah. Let's do it. Welcome back to Tramps, Ghosts, and Ballerinas. My oh. name is Fee. I'm Ellen. I'm Mariah. Look at that. Oh, welcome. Like, yeah. yeah. Get that, that intro yes. real early. Yeah. Thanks for coming back. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> no video okay. this time. No, no video. video. Sorry. Sorry. Did my hair for nothing. <laughs> I mean, such as it is. I mean, we all got I put, put mascara together. on, so. Well. I have I'm, a moo moo on. It's true. <laughs> and for the people that don't know what a moo moo is. It's a giant dress. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I have a hair appointment after this, so I always like to give her what you want. Freshly washed and deeply conditioned hair. Really? I go, I roll in because I have a hair appointment tomorrow and I always roll in dirty hair, probably some product in it left over from who knows when just sticking up and no, yeah, and I go fix it. Does she cut your hair before she washes you in the bowl? Sometimes. Okay. Well, because my process is a little different because i have curly hair well no one plus i bleach you know oh, she's gonna yeah. do she's gonna do root touch up and highlights or whatever the hell yeah, she does so you can't wash she first. foils me yeah. yeah so she foils me and so um <laughs> whatever, that is, whatever that yeah. is so so sometimes she cuts me if it's going to be a big deep cut so that she's not foiling over crap that we're going to cut out right which uh, that always makes sense yeah and then um so I don't get washed until we foil. We take the foils out. Got it. So, okay. So I want my hair to be as protected as possible before we go into that part. But okay, yeah, makes sense. So, mm-hmm. so um, okay. So since, well, shit, we talked about being on vacation, and you're on. Well, you'll be, you'll be back from vacation. Yeah, I will when be back this from airs. Vacation. So, um, do we talk about what you collect on your vacations? Have we talked about that yeah. on, on air? Spoons. So. Spoons, Mariah, yeah. from all over the world, because that's where you travel. Yep. So I went on vacation a couple weeks ago to San Diego to see my family. Mm-hmm. Um, funny story. Remind me about the prom dress. Okay. Um, and um, I've decided that I think that it would be fun to, if I can, collect a fountain pen or, oh. or shop for a fountain pen in if there are any in wherever i go yeah that'd so, be really cool yeah so i did i had a great experience sensory overload bought two pens um oh you missed you missed seeing the arrival of the hand-blown glass dip pen oh sorry when did May- you get that saturday when did you order that last week oh. <laughs> shit you get new boxes no, every week you i'm supposed to be on no spend for june for yeah. the month of june yeah well, yes. i blew it out of the water because i went to a flea market on friday and Ellen. wasted 25 dollars on bullshit that i didn't need but really cool fun bullshit but <laughs> <laughs> and then at Nars yesterday i paid for well because he's like because i'm like wait, let's go look at lights so we can just start looking at lights for like the kitchen mm-hmm. project and he's like, oh, we should get this fan. I go, I go for where? He goes, up in the bedroom. And I'm like, okay. I go, it's got to be a low profile one. He's like, oh, yeah, it says low pro. And I'm like, no, he's pretty smart. I think he just got like... Excited? Yeah. And it, so I'm like, well, put it in the fucking cart, right? Yeah. So we go home. He looks at the... He must have meant to measure. Because I go, if you put that fan up tonight, I'll buy it. It was like 200 bucks. Okay. And he's like, puts it in the cart. <laughs> so I think he felt like... 
And if he would have put Challenge it up and yeah, he, if he put it up and his head would have died. He's like, excuse. So now we have a new ceiling fan for the spare bedroom whenever that fucking happens. There you go. So <laughs> or you go. could return it and get a fan that works for your bedroom. No, I don't think there is one because the ceiling's pretty low and my oh. husband's you pretty need, tall. You need one that literally hugs the ceiling. Like yeah. you need one that unfo- unfolds. Yeah, because yeah, oh. well, it's our only light source. Up, I mean, we have yeah. two lamps, but it. That's so, yeah, yeah. It was a thing. So anywho, uh, wah, wah. so anyways, fountain pens. So I wrote with one of mine for my my show notes here um, in orange. It's yeah, Cavecchio, um aluminum, rose gold pocket pen. <laughs> Please, somebody send me pens. Please, please, please. I'll, I'll, re- I'll review them on air. Um, Feed, yeah. did you ever collect anything as a kid? Or now as an adult? I collected two things as a child. And those are? Keys. Words. Keys. So, like, old-timey keys. Okay. Oh, and uh, teacups. Okay, I feel That's like I knew about the teacups. old lady as a child. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Old soul. Yeah. I went through a teacup phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you still have said teacups? I have some. Okay. Yeah. Huh. They're actually up. I think there's two in the kitchen up on the shelves. There's a green, emerald green glass one. <laughs> My spoons would go with your teacups. They would go with the teacups. <laughs> and then you could write some notes with Ellen's pen. Yeah. <laughs> God, we're... <laughs> Collectively, we're an old lady. Yeah. <laughs> We one, are one giant old lady. Yeah, <laughs> dear mumus and <laughs> dear spoon collection of my fountain pens. Yeah, yeah. it's mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's lucky. I mean, it's lucky that you and I found men and, and a partner in life. And I still am. I don't know how that well, happened. Yeah, Mariah. Well, there's I'm hope for you. I'm living my best life yeah. over here. Yeah. 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 traveling the world yeah mm-hmm. that a girl yeah yeah so okay so i thought about this while i was getting ready to um come over today um about new things that because i think is what are you liking this week did mm-hmm. we did we start a little thing like what are you, what's what do you what, like yeah, what's, yeah. What's, going, what's, yeah. What's, what's going on so on instagram i stumbled across and you two are the only two people in my whole life that are going to understand this i think it's called my grandma's diaries okay and they're this whoever they are, they're reading their grandma's diaries on Instagram, so they'll make a, a thing of it and show a little bit of the diary, and then put pictures up of what's going on, and or if there's a book that she was. This is like from 1938. Damn. Jesus. Yeah, and it's just it's really just fun, and yeah, I don't know. You all know how I love a diary or reading people's letters. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so you want us to do that? No. Oh. I just said it's just something I stumbled across on Instagram. That is, oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. That's that cool. So that's what I'm listening to on that. And and I found a new chick on YouTube that I just sort of dig. Yeah. Uh, Adventure Denali is her name. She does fountain pens and knits and sews and mm-hmm. showed fee. She's All cute. the old lady things. Yeah. She's super that fits cute. with us. Yeah. The one where Andy's like, yeah, mm, she's okay. She's yeah. fine. Yeah, but then he lied and said, of course, I'm going to say that no other girl is pretty in front of you. And I'm like, yeah, so Ellen has off. shown me a couple different girls just that are the do things or whatever. And they're always super cute. And then she shows Andy and he goes, yeah, I guess. Or I'm like, I don't like her hair. Like, mm, whatever. And so th- th- it happened again <laughs> yeah. on Saturday. She shows she isn't she cute? I was like, she's super cute. And then she showed Andy and he wasn't interested. And I said, you know, if Annie wasn't married to you, I think I'd have questions. 
<laughs> and so I, uh, so on the way to my parents, which is a whole nother story, the other day I was sharing that story with Andy, and then so I had to call Ellen and, and ask their apartment number because I forgot because they just moved. Um, and I go, oh, and by the way, this is I told Andy this, and he's like, now, do you think I would just tell you if I thought a girl was pretty? And I'm like, I'm yes you should if i'm saying don't you think she's hot mm. or don't you think she's pretty that's that that is open the, welcome yeah yes. that is the only time you can say <laughs> yes, yes she's beautiful yeah. yeah not some chick walking down the street right yeah don't do that yeah come on so yeah yeah <laughs> so then we shared that with him about ellen has questions yeah i would just be like hmm, i well, wonder if he likes women what was his remark then He's like, well, do you think I would say that a girl is pretty in front of you? I'm like... Oh, he steered the conversation in another direction. Oh, like he was in control. Yeah. Sure. Mm. Like, oh, okay, mm. whatever. Okay. <laughs> big dum-dum. <laughs> My big burly dum-dum. No, he's Funny. not. He's brilliant, but still. But he's a boy. He's a boy. Yeah. So, I, uh, what, you, what about you? I used your kitchen mix-aid. KitchenAid. My, my KitchenAid? Your KitchenAid to use. My, my green apple kitchen yep. aid mixer that I loved. Yep. Yeah. I made myself um, 60 cookies. <laughs> we didn't make Two them for batches. yourself. No, not for myself. For a, a party. You made them by and, yourself. And I gave you two. I know, they're really good. They are really good. A bag full. So. Yeah. That's, yeah. What about you? What are you into? What are you doing? So much. So much things. <laughs> It'll be interesting to hear by the time this is released where um, where we're at, where you're at with yeah. your projects. I just want to paint because I, I have a hard time finishing projects. Yeah, you. Do. Yeah, what did you what did you make? You made the comment on Friday that you're really good at starting them mm-hmm. and making them. Did you say ninety percent complete? I think I can get like ninety five percent of the way done with a project, and, and then, then the other I'm five. Like, it's I don't just... care anymore, and I move on to something else. Yeah. So I made a deal with Chris on. Saturday night, of course, he was drunk, so I don't think he remembers. Oh, well. Because well. I said, you know, I don't... Well, he can't deny it then. Right. Well, it's true. But he was talking to his friends, and they were, you know, he was talking about all the stuff in the house that's been done, and then I'm... And he doesn't say we did it, he's just like, this has been done, yeah. and then I'm like... And he goes, and she's done all of it. He goes, I haven't done anything. <laughs> and I said, well, here's what I think we should do. I said, I'll do 95% of the project, and then you do the last 5%. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I can do that, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> so then I text him. I was like, I can't finish the floor. There's math. <laughs> Help. So then I can go do something else now. Yeah. So I'm really good at buying stuff for the projects. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And the planning, because like said kitchen, I've like we're looking at colors and should we paint the cabinets white or uh-huh. what should we do here? And the the mere mention of the screen porch or three season porch, I just like about piss my pants. He's like, I think you. I go, well, we don't use the deck at all, like 0%. So if I used it one day out of the year, we've already increased our usage of that space. Right. So. Because why would you sit outside when it's hotter than. Fuck. Hot outside. My deck is actually nice because it's it's really kind of tree covered. Yeah. But it's still hot and there's still bugs and. You know the dogs bark even more because mm-hmm. they're not with you. No, and I don't inside. have the right furniture out there because I don't want to buy anything because we don't really use it. Right? So mm-hmm. it, I just have it's it like, for and it needs then. to be painted, and it's because it, it it's I just want it literally to burn. <laughs> 
I want to come home one day and it's not there. Yeah. Free deck. Yeah. No, Disassemble yourself. Nobody, it would be like <laughs> it would be like one of those barns that is falling apart. You'd have to really want that wood. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that said. people. Yep. <laughs> Every time you turn around. <laughs> so, but yeah, he accomplished some things. I got you know I hung another picture in my. I told him I said, "Honey, I think you should start thinking about our aesthetic as um, maximalists. We're not going to be minimalists." And yeah, yeah, right, just, right here. Just embrace it. Come to terms. This is how but it I is. But I can't decide if I'm dark academia or if I'm grandma. Your grandma. I'll tell you right now, your grandma. Well, why? I think you because can... of all of. Sorry. Nope. Go, nope. Go because ahead. Because of all of the thing, all of the pictures and and videos and things you show me, of you're like, look at this. Oh, isn't this pretty? Oh, it's, it's grandma. It's Kathleen it's like Kelly. That, it's that country chic. No, it's not too country. No, no, no. Or not like, farmhouse either anymore. No, it's not farmhouse. But what you seem to be drawn to, quilts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like and I feel like you like, even though your bathroom is going to be a darker green, I feel like you are more drawn to lighter colors. So, y- yes. The So I was just trying to think about how, because now we have lots of projects like swirling around. Oh, yeah. So I thought... Like, do I start in the kitchen and start with... Because I think we both want it to be lighter than in... Because it's dark in there now. Mm-hmm. It's shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, do we want white? Do we want cabinets that are darker? Because we both have really liked, like, the blue that's in my procrastination station. Mm-hmm. Those would make really pretty cabinets. Well, my kitchen, I'm going to have black cabinets. So you yes. can see what it looks like with light walls, black, dark cabinets. Yeah. And see if you like that Because mm-hmm. we both like that. So I show, I go, Andy, dial up what dark academia is. Look at that aesthetic as an interior design. And he squirrels around for a while. And then he comes up with this really pretty room. And it's not far from what I, what I used to have is like... You know, because I had leather furniture with nail heads and these Tiffany lights. It's like an old bar, s- bar, cigar, smoking, mm. library-esque, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. He's like, I love that. So, mm. but then I want the spare room to be pink. Yeah. Well, that's different. So then how do you the find the balance between well, I the two? Want it all you to need to like find the middle ba- ground. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm trying yeah. to figure out. So that's what swirling around in my noggin these days yeah mm-hmm. lots of things lots of things it'll be fun yeah so, so the secret garden the secret garden <laughs> here it is it's, sh- it's secret. a secret it's the secret garden so the secret garden by francis hog hogson burnett hodge hodge no thank I you had it Hod- hodgkin's lymphoma hodgkin's, like hodgkin's <laughs> lymphoma yes yeah hodgkin's hodgson Hod- no <laughs> Hodgkins. 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 But that does that's not how it's spelled. Don't look at it. It's oh. H O D. Yeah. G G S O N. Hodgkins. Hod. Jins. Anyways. I don't know. Whose book was I'm this? I'm just gonna say Francis. That's my book. Oh, okay. My yeah. pick. Yeah. Um, Alright, give us the background play by play and about pop, the author. Francis. Francis. Born November 24, 1849. Died Ooh. October 29th, 1924. Hmm. She was 75 years old. Not a girl. Pretty young. Yeah. Well, it was a boy. Hmm? What? I, at first, I also kind of thought, of, oh, okay. maybe, hmm. but whatever. 
but it's a girl it's a girl it's a woman it's a lady um she well, was born she was a lady we'll find out oh sorry mariah well, I don't know. I the, the, just felt I'm right on to my say. fourth <laughs> cup of coffee. So here we go. Mm-hmm. All right. She was born in Cheatham, Manchester, England. After her father died when she was four years old, the family fell on straightened circumstances and in 1865 immigrated to the U.S., settling in Newmarket, Tennessee. She began her writing career in Tennessee at age 19 to help earn money for the family publishing stories in magazines in 1870 her mother died in knoxville tennessee she married swan burnett who became a medical doctor their first son lionel was born a year later they lived there for two oh i'm sorry the burnett's lived for two years in paris where their second son Hmm. vivian was born before Hmm. returning to the u.s to live in washington dc this chick moved around so much hmm when I was yeah. doing this background info, I was like, poor. Tennessee, Tennessee, Paris, D.C. Like, what was she running from? Right? Good question. The past. <laughs> <laughs> Beginning in the 1880s, Burnett... Sorry, you wanted to say something? You can never escape it. <laughs> <laughs> In the beginning of the 1880s, Burnett began to travel to England frequently, and in the 1890s, bought a home there where she wrote The Secret Garden. Her elder son, Lionel, died of tuberculosis, which caused a relapse of depression, and she then struggled with that for much of the rest of her life. She divorced uh, Swan Burnett in 1898, remarried Stephen Townsend in 1900, divorced him in 1902, few years later, she settled in Nassau County, New York, where then she died in 1924. So how did she get her name? Well, Which her last name's these? Burnett. Oh, Burnett. Sorry. So the first... Forgot about... First got- man. Hmm. Uh, in 1936, a memorial sculpture was erected in her honor in Central Park's Conservatory Garden. The statue depicts her two famous secret garden characters, Mary and Dykin. 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 That's all I have no, about her. Mary Dickin. Dickin. That's how they pronounce it in the audible. Okay. okay. I think that's how I Dickin? said it in my head when I read Dickin, it. Dickin. 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 Yeah, that's Dickin. probably. Yeah. All right. About I the book. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> you trust Audible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I would. I feel like they kind of know what they're doing. Mm. A little bit. Should. Maybe. Uh, the book, first published in 1911 set in England and is one of Burnett's most popular novels and seen as a classic of English children's literature. Several stage and film adaptations have been made since. <laughs> Secret Garden may be one of the first instances of a story for children first appearing in a magazine with an adult readership, an occasion of which Burnett herself was aware at the time. Secret Garden was first published in 10 issues of the American magazine. Uh, it was first published in book form in August by the Frederick A. Stokes Company in New York. And it was published that same year also in London. Its copyright expired in the U.S. in 1986 and in most other parts of the world in 1995, placing the book in public domain. As a result, several abridged and unabridged editions were published in the late 1980s and early 1990s. We read the the original. original. No more abridged for us. Fuck no. Family Robinson ruined that. All right. We'll just quickly read this. Upon its publication in um, 1989, 
novel format, The Secret Garden gardened largely warm reviews from literary critics and sold well with a second printing announced within a month after the novel's release. Hmm. It, it sold well during the 1911 Christmas season, becoming a bestseller in the fiction category and placing a critical best of list, including that of the Literary Digest and New York Times. Hmm. Was there any pop culture from the day? <laughs> from 1911? This was oh. my... Not a whole lot to work with, so complete randomness. Okay. Richard III is a 1911 film adaptation of the Shakespeare play becoming the oldest surviving American feature-length film. Huh. And then top baby names were Mary, Helen, Margaret, Dorothy, Ruth, John, William, James, George, and Robert. Pretty standard. Yep. Crisco shortening was first introduced. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Coming off of your cookies, do you use shortening in your cookies or just butter? Butter. Butter. Unsalted. Well, you should always bake with unsalted butter. That's true. Mm. And then the only other thing I found was first use of the rear view mirror was at the first Indy 500. Huh. Well, that's all I could find. For 1911. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there you go. Uh That's all I got. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. So, lady, you're not a lady. Do you have a play-by-play? I do. All right. Hold tight. It's a long one. All right. I'm going to snuggle in. The novel centers on Mary Lennox, who is living in India with her wealthy British family. She is selfish and disagreeable 10-year-old who has been spoiled by her servants and neglected by her unloving parents. When a... Okay, help me with this. What was the epidemic that killed her parents? Was it typhoid? Cholera? Oh, Cholera. cholera, yeah. Did I say mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When a cholera epidemic kills her parents and servants, Mary is orphaned. After a brief stay with the family of an English clergyman, she is sent to England to live with a widowed uncle, Archibald Craven, at his huge Yorkshire estate, Missile. Mi- myth. No, Missile. Mis- wait. I can't say. I can't say it. Missile. Wait. Is that how you say it? I don't know. What did, how did it's, they pronounce it? I them? don't remember. Misselthwaite. That sounds There's right. too many S's and TH sounds together. Misselthwaite. We'll go A manor. It was a ginormous. Ginormous. Manor. Um, hundred room. Hundred, hundred room. Estate. Uh, Mary is brought to the estate by the head housekeeper, Mrs. Medlock, who shuts her into a room and tells her not to explore the house. Mary is put off when she finds that the chambermaid, Martha, is not as obeying as the servants in India. But she is intrigued by Martha's stories about her own family, particularly those about her 12-year-old brother, Dickon. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Okay. Who has a nearly magical way with animals. When Martha mentions the late Mrs. Craven's walled garden, which was locked 10 years earlier by the uncle upon his wife's death, Mary is determined to find it. She spends the next few weeks wandering the grounds and talking to the elderly gardener, Ben Weatherstaff. One day, while following a friendly robin, Mary discovers an old key that she thinks may open the locked garden. Shortly thereafter, she spots the door in the garden wall and she lets herself into the secret garden. She finds that it's overgrown with dormant rose bushes and vines, but she spots some green spuds and begins clearing and weeding it. Mary continues to tend to the garden. Her interaction with nature transforms her. She becomes kinder, considerate, and outgoing. 
One day she encounters Dickon and he begins helping her in the garden. Mary later uncovers the source of some strange sounds she's been hearing in the mansion. They are the cries of her supposedly sick and crippled 10-year-old cousin, Colin, who has been confined to the house and tended by servants. He and Mary become friends and she discovers that Colin does not have a spinal deformation as he has believed. Dickon and Mary take Colin to see the garden, and there he discovers that he is able to stand. The three children explore the garden together and plant seeds to revitalize it, and through their friendship and interactions with nature, they grow healthier and happier. When her uncle returns and sees the transformation that has occurred to his son and his formerly abandoned garden, now in bloom, he embraces his family as well as their new outlook on life. The end. The end. There you go. All right. What did we think? I liked it. And you don't you and you hate fucking orphan stories. I do. As soon when it started and all and her parents died and she was orphan, I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? But then I liked it, so And then when I got to that part, mm-hmm. I started to laugh and I was like, Oh shit. He is not gonna get through this book. Cause that happens right in the beginning. Always there's always orphans. But what do you think of the book? Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I liked it too. What about you? Loved it. Okay, I thought five you were going to say Five out of five. The yeah. only thing I struggled with was the language of Dickon. The Yorkshire. The Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. It's, it was hard for my brain to process. Yeah. Reading, trying to figure out what he was actually trying to say without mm. the slang. I wonder if I could pull up a... Uh, an example thing for my yeah. audible because yeah if i had to read that i'd have given up so it oh. took me a like... while to get through this one hmm. and yeah. that kind of altered how i liked it but i had to get past that and some of the words i kind of did just skip Let's but just, what chapter should i jump into chapter 10 dickon the sun shone down for nearly a week on the secret garden the secret garden was what mary called it when she was thinking of it she liked the name, and she liked still more the feeling that when its beautiful old walls this shut is when her she in, meets him. no one knew where she was, oh. asked. No, I'm a bachelder and lodge with Martin at Tootgate. Ooh. <laughs> if you had one. So yeah, that was... Uh, that yeah. got hard. Yeah. That was yeah, tough. If I had to mm-hmm. read this book and read that, I wouldn't have finished it, guaranteed. But I did not mind that... I liked the, yeah, I liked the narrator. I think she did. I thought it was very fitting for yeah. the book oh, itself. Yeah, so. for sure. England. Mm-hmm. Um, Should we kick can, it off? Yeah. Yeah. Favorite character? Uh, nope. Let's see. Why did you pick this book, Mariah? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't put that one down because I didn't pick the book. Um, <laughs> right. As a kid, I, did, I do recall reading an abridged version of The Secret Garden. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Uh, but I... I only remember her finding her way into the secret garden and i remember the vision i had in my head of what it probably looked like Mm. that's all i recall Hmm. um i also felt like i read this before Mm -hmm. um but i couldn't remember I, i don't recall a lot of the details um you know i guess i wrote first these aren't my i guess ending thoughts of the book or maybe they are Oh, I can save him. All right, so it was your pick. Yeah, it was my pick. Okay. Because I kind of recall reading it as a kid. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, favorite character or least favorite character? Oh, apparently, I, okay. So I so I wrote my least favorite character was Mary in the beginning of the book because she was spoiled and annoying. Mm-hmm. I knew she would probably change throughout the book, but I feel like 
she was the kind of child that makes you think, thank God I don't have kids. <laughs> and then tying it in, I'm just going to do this too. My favorite character was also Mary, further into the book at least. As she adapted to her new living situation and realized that she needs to do things for herself, she became far less irritating. Once she yelled at Colin while he was in his fit, I started liking her more. Yeah. yeah. I like how she started off very selfish and became more empathetic as the story went on. Yeah. Yep. She has evolved she sure did. so much from mm-hmm. the beginning of the book to the ending of the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say so. Yep. Um, but my favorite was um, Dickon and his mom. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Susan. Yep. Um, I wrote, he was sweet and smart and didn't judge anyone or anything. Mm-hmm. He saved all the animals and, um, you know. I feel like you want to be Dickon. Just with no, a trail really- of animals following him <laughs> around. No, and- actually, it's more like Andy. It's like That's what he would want to be? <laughs> well, I think he's actually kind of like that. I feel like he's like that for sure with the garden. The garden and the animals. He's like a whisperer. Mm-hmm. I've only ever seen Andy with your animals. Oh, he's I've never seen him with. I mean, he saved Lolly. Yeah, he did. Lolly home. He sure mm-hmm. did when he saw. No, all the animals like him. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's like Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, birds for sure. Yeah, like he just does, and he doesn't judge people. I mean, he likes you or he doesn't like you. Yeah, but he doesn't like do the whole. If he doesn't like you, he like won't be around snappy. you. Right. Like, he's like, do you, but do it away from me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, not entirely sad. He'll just... Right. You won't know yeah. it. You won't know that that's how he feels. But, yeah. Right. So, I think he's more, I guess, like Andy. But, I mean, I would like to think that I would... I mean, if we had a bigger place and lived in the country, yeah, I would have... All sorts of shit at our house. All the animals. All the animals. Oh, mm-hmm. Noah's Ark would be pale in comparison. <laughs> uh, my favorite character was Dickon. And I said that he's the animal whisperer. He's mm-hmm. kind and gentle, full of life and wisdom um, for only being 12. Yeah, I think so. And I said he encouraged Mary and Colin with the life of the secret garden. So yep. honestly, if it wasn't for Dickon... Mary would probably still be how she was at the beginning of the book. Mm-hmm. Bit, yeah. 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 Say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Mary would have never ventured on to find Colin. Mm-hmm. She would have found him, I think, but it wouldn't have been the same type of relationship. Right. Sure. If she hadn't had grown to where she did. Yeah. Because of what was her maid's name? Martha. Martha. You know, Martha was like, you don't know how to put on your own pants. Get, yeah. Get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> basically. You know, so I don't think that she would have been as exploratory as mm-hmm. that. So did you have a least favorite character? I said both. Oh, you said both. Mary in the beginning and yours. And Mary and Mary. Mary and Mary. Mariah, did you have a least favorite character? Um, I said, honestly, didn't have one. Moments I didn't like. Mary, Colin, Ben, or Archibald. But in the end, everyone became a better person. So I put Dr. Craven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Well, because he was kind of, it sounded like he was shady at first. Like he. Oh, for sure. He was like making Colin to be a hypochondriac and keeping him limited mm-hmm. and like didn't even whatever her Mrs. whatever her name was. were like, he's got some disease that he doesn't eat a thing and he kept keeps getting fatter. He's bloated. And it's like, 
And the doctor's like, no, that's not exactly how it works. <laughs> but so that's um, that's how I, I didn't. If I had to pick a least favorite, I picked him. Mm-hmm. Wait, doctor or doctor. Colin's dad? No, because they were brothers. They were brothers. Okay, doctor. the doctor. Yeah, got it. The dad was just dealing with grief. Yeah, and it's because Colin looks so much like his mom, and she died in childbirth. No, no. She died when the branch fell off one of the trees in the garden, and it hurt her to... I do remember reading that, but I guess my mind went went that she died in childbirth, and that's why he couldn't look at his son. I I think she was pregnant when she fell, and maybe that's... Colin's Colin's mother uh, died about the time of his birth after a tree branch in the secret garden broke and she fell. Oh. So it didn't fall on her, but she fell, but right after the birth. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does that change the story for you a little bit? No. I still, you know, for him not to, Colin's dad, Archibald, Mm -hmm. avoiding his son because all he saw was... Mm -hmm. His grief. deceased wife. So yeah, a yeah. lot of grief. Yep. And so, he traveled to escape well, it. He right. wasn't home. Well, and that's well, they thought that he was gonna be deformed or couldn't walk or any of these things is what was the concern. I don't know if it was the concern. I don't know if Dr. Craven put those thoughts into people's heads. Um or what. It's a little ambiguous there to see what kind of what that like why everybody was perpetuating this storyline or this this thread about the child Mm -hmm. being not healthy Mm -hmm. yeah so i don't know but and i love that it took mary to be like let me let me check your back i don't see anything you're fine like a 10 year old's gonna know that yeah Yeah. right like get up let's go (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay Favorite quote? Is that next? Is that next? Yeah. I don't have my list in front of me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Favorite okay. quote. I wrote, two worst things is can happen to a child is never to have his own way or always to have it. Yeah, that's a good one. And I wrote, I think this quote sums up parts of the book, being that it should be about balance and understanding what the balance is. Yeah. Read your quote again. Two worst things as can happen to a child is never to have his own way or always to have it. Mm. Yeah. That's a good one, Fee. Thanks. I looked over that one. Google. Google. (laughs) What? I listened to the book and then I did my notes. It's okay. Has there been a time when you listen that something struck you? No. Or when you listen, it's pretty baseline. I just listened to it. Okay. I just didn't know if you had any, like, aha moments. No. Okay. <laughs> Which, that's fair. I think there's some readers yeah. out there where it just... Process. Yeah. 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 Which would make sense mm-hmm. for me. What, yeah. were you, what was yours, Mariah? Mine's lengthy, so why don't you go first? So mine is, pa- in our book, it's page 275, and it says, Where you tend a rose, my lad, a thistle cannot grow. Mm. And sort of the meaning behind oh. that is if you, like with kids even, mm-hmm. um, you know, if they're active, they're, in, you know, and the same thing, getting not getting their own way and, and sometimes getting their own way. 
or if you're like the grass isn't gonna grow around you and i don't know it was mm-hmm. just like that's what i liked so yeah go ahead mm-hmm. uh mine it's not necessarily anyone saying anything but page 209 is the start of the chapter for ben and it's just like the beginning of the story and it's one of the strange things about living in the world is that it is only now and then one is quite sure one is going to live forever and ever and ever. One knows that sometimes when one gets up at the tender solemn dawn time and goes out and stands alone and throws one head far back and looks up and up and watches the pale skies slowly changing and flushing and marvelous unknown things happening until the east almost makes one cry out and one heart stands still at the strange and changing majesty of the rising of the sun. And then it keeps going. But I was just like, it. I had to read that twice. It just made me stop. Yeah. And I was just like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember reading that, yeah. So that's <laughs> why I asked you if you, if you had an aha moment. Because yeah. gotcha. that was mine. Yeah. Favorite part or least favorite part? Anything? Mm, I wrote when Dickon was filling his mom in on the secret and how she he was describing plans Mary and Colin had to fake everyone out. Yeah. Like when they're like, you know, he had to be carried to his chair and he had to hang his head down mm-hmm. and then he'd be careful with it, you know, like mm-hmm. whatever. But Demanding can, all this stuff so yeah. nobody can see me. Right. I, when I read that, mm-hmm. where Colin was like, I'm in charge mm-hmm. to all of his servants like you answer to me yeah jesus christ bud calm down you're freaking 10 right ballsy move declaring you are their master but he was he was but who said that who that's how it was back then he was the child of the guy who owned everything and they were all all these people yeah Yeah. exactly i was like damn yeah (laughs) so it's a yeah, yeah, if I would have ever talked like that going up, my mom would have beat me, probably. Same. Yeah. 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 Anyone. Right. <laughs> I would have tried to bend like yeah. that. Um, I didn't have a favorite part or a least favorite part. I, I really enjoyed the whole book. Loved it. Yeah. So, okay. you know, there was, I, when I started it, I was like, ugh. Didn't know if I could get into it. And then, really? Uh, a little bit. Oh, okay. A little bit. My favorite part. I had a couple, actually. Mine, one of them was page 38. Um, It's kind of a quote, too. A slow smile spread over it, and the gardener looked quite different. It made her think that it was curious how much nicer a person looked when he smiled. She had not thought of it before. So, like, Mary seeing Ben smile, because she tried so hard to, like, get to know Ben... Well, and it was the first person outside of Martha that she did that to. You know, it was, um, I think they referenced it a couple of different times in there. How in the past she hadn't really even paid attention to other people. Mm-hmm. Or their characteristics or their feelings. Or if she missed them or didn't miss them. Because mm-hmm. she she was like, so used to just having being raised by her servant. Mm-hmm. And who she treated like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so because her parents treated her like shit. Well, they were the yeah the they n- neglected her. Yeah, um, and then the second was her walking in the the garden for the first time and understanding how she probably would have felt being in this whole new world. Right. Even though the garden wasn't tended to for the last ten years, mm-hmm. obviously there were 
dead plants and dead things. But but there was little life. A little life. Reminded me of Andy's got his garden going. And mm-hmm. um, yesterday before we went to go have lunch and make a trip to the the home repair store, two of the little beans had pushed through. So they were like, you know, half an inch above the dirt. Mm-hmm. And then by the time we came back, like, two and a half hours later mm-hmm. there was like six of them in each pot and they're like and the one that we'd seen was like over an inch and a half tall oh, and mm-hmm. like it every single time every year every year it just amazes me that he can put a seed in the dirt and psh, it comes up and how quickly yes so like yeah so we went from having three things popping out of the dirt to like 20 in a matter Jesus. of hours in a matter of hours yeah yeah I'm always amazed by that, too. My mom's got this ginormous garden going yeah. on, and I helped her plant a couple of things. And we check every day we come home from mm-hmm. work, and yeah. it's just like, oh, did you see this? Did you see this? Look at that. I know. Like, it, it's amazing to see that progress right? Cause from the, your own hands. And it still does, like, even when he plants the tomatoes in, you know, he starts them by seed mm-hmm. in, in our little grow area and um, in the house. And, yeah, all of a sudden... One day you come back and you're like, yep. like, honey, did you see? But yeah, it just always does. And how much it can grow in just that little tiny bit of time. A couple mm-hmm. hours and they're like, Psht. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I did write in here a question for you guys from my favorite part was yeah. the garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever in your life up till now tra- felt transported by visiting a place like like this amazing garden. Have you ever visited one? I guess that should be my first question. Visited a garden or a yeah, place that, that made just, me feel that visited a garden that made you feel transported? No. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where where were you? I would say right here in town. The, okay. The Munsinger Gardens. Okay. Um, because it's so. I think in bigger cities, they might have gardens like this more prevalent, mm-hmm. um, but we don't. And so it's just like they grow a hundred different kinds of roses right there and mm-hmm. how it's with the sculptures and the water features and all of that. So that can transport you. And I think to say um, maybe how gardens used to be in old time London or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I think that. It could, if we weren't sitting on the banks of the Mississippi, yeah. that could be <laughs> that could be any major city or any 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 river in any mm-hmm. city. But how they've done it with how the theme of that is, or the, the how that looks, it's you know the, some of those sculptures of sculptures have come from or fountains were created in France mm-hmm. and brought over here. So, mm-hmm. are you allowed yeah. to walk your dog there? Yeah. Hmm. Have you ever walked Teddy there? No, I've been there, but that was before we had Teddy. Yeah, you can walk your dogs there. Leashed, of course, obviously. Well, yeah. Yeah. Would Teddy um, like that? Probably. He'd love it. Yeah. You should do that. I should do that. Hmm. Have you that. been somewhere? I have. I've actually been to several, and I don't have a green thumb, but if I could grow myself a secret garden. Oh, well, that's how I want that I one would. back there. To I be. absolutely would. Mm-hmm. I've been to the Arlisle Gardens in Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And it's this massive place that also has statues oh. and fountains mm. and mosaic tiled yeah. 
different things. So I was there with my friend Katie when mm. we did a road trip. And then I've been to that same road trip, the Biltmore Estate. Mm-hmm. That, oh my God, just that whole estate. Yeah. I guess when we, when I was in Washington, D.C. as a high schooler, mm-hmm. and we went to um, Mount Vernon, I believe. Okay. That, you know, and, and of course, it's a little different, same with the Biltmore, is that it is preserved yes. in that time frame yeah. or the time frame of which it was built. And so you're you're visually transported because they've they've maintained it to yeah. that era, right? Yep. Um I think with gardens it's different because they're alive, you know, and every year they have to come back up mm-hmm. and and things like that. So, you know, that's what I always hoped for. I think Andy and I were on a different vision for our <laughs> little back garden. But um, I think that you can do that. And I don't know. And Andy's like, well, let's just plan it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And, you know, he doesn't worry so much about it. He's just like, let's see what happens. And yeah. so, yeah, I think you can create that pretty easily. Create a little escape, transport you to mm-hmm. a peaceful place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that's what nature is supposed to do. And that's a big theme in this book, too, is how being in nature is uh, healing. Mm-hmm. You know, not just the physical, but in the mental part of it. Being, mm. Oh, being for in, sure. Being in nature and how that can do for you. Yeah, and that's what I really loved about this book. Yeah. For Mary yeah. and Colin. And, and Dick and he was just like, he was already there. Yeah. Uh, okay, sorry. That's Tangent. A, that's but okay, it was a good one. What part of the book hooked you in? No, least favorite part? I didn't have one. Oh, I, didn't I guess I favorite. didn't really answer that, but oh. uh, mine was just the speaking in Yorkshire. Oh, oh yeah. sure. I struggled. Yeah. Sure. My least favorite part was, and I know it was probably necessary, but the plot point of the dad not wanting to be around his own son. Mm. And I said, like, I know his eyes were the eyes of his dead wife, but that's your kid. The fuck are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, I definitely Get over thought yourself, that. you know? Like, good lord. Well, also, it was a time... I think in history where if you were wealthy that they were raised by governesses sure, and yeah. nannies yeah. Um, to begin with. But he only went there when he was sleeping. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But anyway, back to the hook. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you, Fee. I struggled yeah. with reading that a little bit. Yeah. But then I also hoped like, oh, if Colin got better. Mm hmm how awesome it would mm-hmm. be for his dad to see that. And then it was, and then he would love him. Yeah. Which maybe you should have loved him while too. he was disabled. But anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. Did it, was there a hook? For yes. Any of you? There was a hook for me after Mary is more settled with a routine. She's growing more comfortable so much that she begins to explore the manor and the hundred rooms. Mm. And then that just leads to a whole lot more. Similar. I yeah. wrote, well, I said not really, but that's not true. For some reason, I was in it right away. I'm not sure what about it I was into. Maybe because it's spring and things are growing and changing and blooming here, I felt like it matched the vibe of right now. I did get a little more interested when she heard the crying and found Colin for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have... I didn't like the start of the book as much as once Mary got to the manor. Mm-hmm. Then I was, Then I was in it. Yep. So, 
she uh the author had to set some sort of of why she was an orphan setting prior to her going to the manor but yeah yeah, i was kind of turned away when i first started reading this Mm -hmm. because i was like oh shit orphan she sounds like a horrible child Mm -hmm. but then get to the manor and just things explode from there yeah i that's that's what i because i started reading it on the plane to san diego and then i Mm-hmm. crushed it on the way back. Really? Yeah. Because I kept picking it up and down yeah. on the flight out. And then I... Because I didn't even turn on my screen in front of me. I just... Mm-hmm. Well, I had oh, yeah. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Yep. I just read the whole time. So, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, movies and who's seen it. There are movies. A couple of them. There is several. Yeah. And actually, there was just one made in 2020. Really? With uh, uh, Colin yeah. Firth. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I watched the trailer, and I would totally watch it. I think it's straight a little bit away from the yeah. book. Um, but yeah, lots of different renditions. Yeah. I'm sure I've seen a version of it. Probably the 93 one, but... <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I feel like I've seen it. Mm-hmm. But you... Never seen a movie of this. Nope. Okay. Anything that you related to? I put no. Okay. I said feeling transported anytime I was surrounded by beautiful scenery or landscape. Yep. I have, um, if you want to, I put the page number on page 274 when talking about mental health and how thoughts, um, just mere thoughts, are as powerful as electric batteries, as good for one as sunlight is or as bad for you as a prison so um and i wrote it reminded me of times when i just felt when i let negative thoughts or talk watching tv during the last couple of years or just drowning in social media how you can have constant negativity Mm -hmm. thrown at you and then that's what your thoughts you know, if that's what your input is, that's automatically, it's proven that that's what your output is. So, yeah. So I thought, like, that that kind of resonated with me mm-hmm. in there, that what you're putting in, if that's all you got drumming into your... Because I used to sleep with... <laughs> you sleep in that room with, with the, you know, like, uh, SVU on and or the murder channel or whatever. <laughs> and, and I would have, like, these dreams that were not really healthy because... That's what was being poured into my subconscious. So what the hell is SVU? Special uh, law, law and Order SVU Special Victims Unit. Oh, okay. Have you ever watched that? Mm-mm. Hmm. That's what it's called. Special Victims Unit. Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Yeah. Oh. Have you watched any of the Law and Orders? Mm-mm. Well, that wasn't my uh, NCIS. I know what it is. I've never grown interest mm. for it mm. like mm. probably as close to that would be like the mentalist i watched mm. it was a little different but yeah mm. yeah it's a cop okay. show mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway did anybody else relate to you said yes you said no, no. yeah okay mm-hmm. did you uh, race to the end um i crushed it um so here's this quote mm-hmm. about I said, I took this book on vacation. Uh, yes, it's a hardcover book in my carry-on. And I read the entire flight home, three plus hours. Um, I did race to the end. And then I, I found this quote, I don't know, months ago. 
And it says, if you take a book on, on, if you take a book with you on a journey, the book begins collecting your memories and forever after you have to only open that book to take you back to where you first read it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, you know, I'll think about this. I can picture everything about the plane and all mm-hmm. of that and what we did on vacation. And so, yeah. Um, I don't, so I guess I don't know if that's true or not, but it gives me comfort to have a book with me almost always. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have a hair appointment and I'll take a book with me. And um, a lot of times I have a book in my bag with me. And There's something just so comfortable for me. Yeah. Even though, so, like, every Monday when I'm not here recording with you guys, mm-hmm. I will grab my stack of books books so like the one i'm reading for the podcast Mm -hmm. and then the one i'm reading on my personal time Mm -hmm. i'll just bring those down to the living room Mm -hmm. and i'll just set them on my chair by me yep and that's just comforting for me even though i get lost into flipping instagram tiktok same next to my recliner i may not even touch it i may not even open them i used to have upstairs books and downstairs books books that I'm reading upstairs in my little reading nook mm-hmm. and books downstairs in my chair Andy always has a book he's like no honey take as long as you want in the store I have a, I he because he reads on his phone a lot yep so he'll always just sit he's gonna be that guy that's gonna sit on a bench and read a book yeah while I shop so mm-hmm. I know that's not <laughs> something you do oh no but these headphones are giving me a headache oh <sighs> Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. No, they're just like, I feel like they're crushing my gigantic Your ears brain. are a little yeah. red. <laughs> Your gigantic brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yeah. That's comforting. Comforting Books. to me. To, yep, it is. Let's see. It was, well, it was race, to, race to, to the, the end, end yeah. for you. So yeah. I, I wrote, I said this was a seven hour and 40 minute listen. And before I started, I thought it was going to be, or I thought it was going to take forever. Um, I did not speed up the audio, but I got through it pretty quick. Good. Like, I did this book in, like, probably two days. Yeah, you yeah. finished two, it two way or th- Maybe three days. Because, you know, I could listen while I work on stuff. So it was, like, yeah. two or three days I finished this book, and I was like, holy shit, it's done already. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally amazed by Cause that. Because I was... I was listening to it when I was walking Teddy in the morning, and I was listening to it when I would walk him at night, and I would listen to it while I was, you know, take a shower or right. get ready for... Th- so I was listening to it all the time. So you I, listen- were- I actually listen to this book in the car, which I don't ever listen <laughs> no. to. Like, uh, in the car on the way to yeah. and the way from work, yeah. which I never, I feel ever like do. this is now I was like, your- I gotta finish it. You're probably your top second book. Am I right on that? Your top is Coraline. Right. Would this be your second? This would be top, yeah. This was, and it was, I feel like it, for me, it was a book of the moment. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I ever really need to read this book again. Yeah. Well, I, like, I don't, I, that's fine. Um, I wouldn't be like, this book is amazing, but it was like the perfect book for the moment. Yeah. So with like what was going on in your personal like, life, yeah. spring here, the weather, spring, and you take you finally take Teddy for a walk and like enjoy it. Yeah, and now it's hot as balls, Satan's <laughs> outside, so it's just <laughs> awful. But it was like the perfect weather, and it was nice, and oh, and the lilacs were bloom had mm-hmm. bloomed. Yep. When I was listening to this book, so when I would like listen to it while doing the dishes with the window open, I could smell the lilacs. Oh, so mm-hmm. it was like a perfect moment. I'm yeah. so, so glad. Over. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because they were, re- you know, it was spring in their world, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it, and like, so- matched perfectly. Mm-hmm. And being able to smell flowers 
while you're listening to this book while like we're talking the loft about of it was like yes. a perfect like just quinky dink quinky dink mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm so glad that you're saying this because i got very nervous mm-hmm. picking this book oh really because like, shit another uh, orphan book out fee's gonna hate it yeah, yeah. and I'm very surprised i liked it actually it's <laughs> probably the longest book we've read it's one of the longest so far. This so yeah, that's long. I also got very nervous. I saw it and I was like, and then I was like, just prepping for Harry Potter. Yeah, just got to prep yeah. for Harry Potter. <laughs> Which I'm so because I was remember all I was thinking about. I put it in the group chat and yeah. I was like, we do have an extra week. Mm-hmm. Is this something you guys are comfortable? Mm-hmm. With? And then I'm, I did it in three days. Yeah, you f- finished it way faster like, than I did. Well, and I yeah. thought I knew this book was long, and I knew the book I picked for next okay. week is long. Yep, and I knew. Well, originally there was going to be a different book, but then we Correct. Amanda yep. changed her pick, so her, that one was much, much shorter. But I knew there was two long ones, and I thought, sometimes mm-hmm. I struggle to get through a three-hour listen, because right. I just don't want to do it. And I was right. like, I got to do this and do it now. And yeah. then I got into it, yep. and then just blew through it. But that It makes me so much more relieved and happier that <laughs> that was your experience, because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I got I, nervous I, for this one. Yeah. I, I, if I could choose to go back and listen to any of the books we've done, it would be this one. Okay. Only because you had a fit, great. It fit within the time yeah, of everything it, that was happening. I mean, yeah. that's why you know I like to re- read a kind of a cheesy or mm-hmm. sentimental Christmas book at Christmas time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or in the fall. You know, you want to read something if it's a cold, cool, rainy day. You want to just you know, snuggle up. Yeah, and you just maybe want to read something where it's long lost love or something you know Mm -hmm. so i think yeah i think what's going on in your exterior world while you're reading Mm -hmm. can change how Mm -hmm. like like the last book Mm -hmm. again um in among the hidden among the hidden i think if we hadn't just gone through what we had gone through i would have enjoyed it more sure you know but um so i think that yeah that plays a huge part in in your thoughts on the book is what's going on in your in your external world oh yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah that's probably francis would have appreciated that that's your experience with this book Mm -hmm. you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry one question were we on i don't remember um did you race to the end oh race to the end yeah uh my experience with this book slow start in the beginning Mm because i was just like (sighs) Mm mm-hmm a little concerned on what your guys' thoughts were going to be. Sure. I, it took me, I tried reading a little bit throughout the week, but I had a longer just work life, so yeah. mm-hmm. I couldn't read at night, so I tried powering through over the weekend, and I kind of had to casually stop here and there, because I think I just struggled too much with the language. Mm-hmm. Oh. The Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I... It kept, my interest kept going that I kept going through. Right. So it was a little bit of between the two. Sure. It wasn't a slow burn, and it wasn't a race. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, I took it on vacation, so I had... It was I, a race I, for you. I was stuck in in my seat for right. three plus hours. Right. So. But you chose to read, then watch a movie. Yep. I could have plugged in so, and watched a movie, and that I helped. didn't. Yeah. So, um, did you reread any of the passages? Yes. Yes, me too. Which ones did you reread? Um, I reread the my favorite quote. Okay, that start yep. of the Ben yep. chapter. Yep. How about you? I didn't even write that question down. Okay, you can just unless I go ooh ooh 
just skip me for that question because <laughs> for from here until the end of time <laughs> so, probably not. yeah well i reread some of the last chapter of how mr craven started to come alive mm-hmm. alive in quotes um how he had his own awakening mm-hmm. like he was finally in the part of the world or the part that he became you know that that part of nature because mm-hmm. It was a different surrounding, but it was being in nature that really helped him kind of realize. And then, of course, Susan wrote him a letter yep. at the end, and he raced home. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I did. I reread that part a couple of times because okay. I wanted to see, I guess, did I miss something? Did this fall in line with what Colin did, you know, and mm-hmm. the, the similarities there? And, and it did, of course. But yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, would you want to read another book by this author? I said no, because of what if it were to suck? Would it take away from the secret garden? That's a good question. Or that's a observation? Sure. Yeah. Question? Yeah. 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 I'm about? curious what so, no, else I wouldn't. she did write that I would recognize that I would be... I, um, I guess I would, yes. My question is giving me the answer. Yes, I would. Because I am intrigued what else there is. Um, so I wrote yes. Mm-hmm. I guess I would probably read it. But there is, like Ella Enchanted, there is a another book that is a sequel, and I'm using air quotes, um, called The Forgotten Room by Stacey Morrill. Um, so, again, taking the story, the same story, the same characters, mm-hmm. and she created something else and it's called the forgotten room so she starts off where this book where this book ends Mm. and they go back to i think because i was going to look it up i think they go back to the room where she found the painting of the little girl oh sure and um so i think that that would be interesting yeah i think francis left a lot of clues here and could have written another a whole nother part of their life oh yeah because and it could have written it well, I think. Yeah. What well, did you my, find, Fee? Uh, uh, not much. But I was going to say the the ask author question I have: What do you think happened to Mary, Colin, and Dickon as they got older? Mm. Did they did they all stay friends? Did Mary get with Dickon? Did Colin get with Dickon? <laughs> Who got with Dickon? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mary did, of course. Well, I don't know that. Like you could write a complete bodice ripper from this one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah. So good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that maybe Mary Ann Colin got with Dickon. Dickon. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe at the same time. Maybe. Hmm. Crazy cousins. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because Colin and, and, <laughs> and Mary, Mary, are, Mary cousins. are cousins. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I was like, oh god, wait, was Dick? No. No. Actually, I thought that in the beginning. I was like, wait, who's related to who here? Yeah. I had to look How it up. How are we related? Yeah. 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 So, um, are we on to the last no. one? Did reading the book impact your mood? Oh, oh! I put. I found myself actually wanting to listen to this book instead of listening because I have to. That makes me so happy. Thirty, thirty-two books in. Yep. It, yep. <laughs> it was. I wrote. It was like when there's a TV show that you're into and can't wait to get home and watch it. The satisfying part of getting to actually watch it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, so happy that yeah. that's your experience. And what a weird book. Right! right? Yeah. I mean, it's everything you hate about Meanwhile, everything. the book that I picked coming up, the Graveyard Ooh, Book. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't say it, because I'm starting it today while I'm sitting in the chair. 
I'm I'm struggling a little bit. I don't hate Shit, it. Shit, I don't I'm hate it. Into it, and I like a lot about it, but I'm not mm. into it at all. Like I was into the Secret Garden, oh. which is weird because it's what I would everything I would like in a book, Wait, and this is everything I would hate in a book. God, it's very strange. Yeah, right. Stay like, tuned. Got to keep you on your toes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. come back next week. How about you? Did it affect your mood? Kind of. I think just the struggleness that I kind of had, oh. but it was a balance between the struggle and my love of like just a beautiful scenery sure so um i i said this made me happy life so hard i wanted to see the children get better i wanted to see their growth yep and their happiness so yes in a yep. good way yep um i didn't have any questions for the author but yours would have been a good one but mm-hmm. i'm sure she wouldn't have answered that probably not um, i'd stick her up and mm-hmm. see if she'll answer is my mic on oh Hello? Oh, yeah. I, I think when you maybe life. leaned over to Teddy. I'm sorry, Teddy. Okay, anyway, go ahead. Go, 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 um, go. Questions for the author? I don't think I had any. I would have probably said, why don't you write me another damn book? Right. Yeah, where's there's, part two? Because there, there's too much. Like, she led into so many things in the manor oh. that mm-hmm. that could have been discovered. You like, know, there's these little things like the all the little elephant figurines and the paintings and all of that that she went into great description on and then we get nothing sometimes mm. i felt too much yeah like i said like she i was into, like let's get she, this ball rolling she yeah. was really developing that yeah and then all of a sudden it was done yeah like they never ventured in though they did to get him stronger on the days that it rained but yep. but yeah i i yeah, if I was in a big manor, like, and I, you know, yeah. I was going to live there, I'd be getting up every single night and creeping through all the rooms. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yes. That would have been, night one, I would have found Colin. Yeah. yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. So You hearing that first cry. I'm on my way. And, you, <laughs> and, and Mark, because it was with Martha, right? I think so. Mary was like, what was that? And she's like, nothing. And just yeah, she played it off. I'd be I would have like, been like, bitch, that, no, what that is was, that? That mm. was the scullery maid's daughter, baby, or whatever. Mm, like, yeah. Bull, I'd be like, bullshit. And I'd go to bed and be like, well, time She to had to play and, it off. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, she, she was told to keep it a right, secret. She didn't want to mm. lose her job. Yeah. Okay. Um, and was there a lesson? I don't seem to like to answer that question. I don't know why. Yeah, you never really do. I never do, yeah. Mm-mm. I just put probably for this time. Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't know. Go Balance. Oh, you guys go. I, I'm <laughs> I said, um, as a child, don't be, af- don't be afraid of adventure because you never know where it'll lead you. Mm-hmm. As an adult or parent, enjoy watching those moments your kids are creating for themselves. Okay. That would be true. I mean, yes. Yeah. I thought there were a lot mind over matter uh if you changed how you saw something um it affects every it affects everything so if you look at it through a different lens yep what does that look like or more so when you are filled with negative thoughts you can become physically sick Mm -hmm. there is no room for good there's no room for positive thoughts and if you're surrounded yourself with like-minded people positive or negative that's how you're going to be oh Um, so true and um you know the whole magic thing. I thought I wrote something about ma- the when they were talking about magic. Yeah, the magic. You know that's oh magic or the power of positive thinking. Yeah. So um, 
Well, here, I, I said this book talked about the mind over matter or more so about how our mental health or happiness affects our physical health. Also, it, how being in nature affects both mental and physical health mm-hmm. and happiness. The magic, I believe, is faith, whatever that mm-hmm. is to a person, whatever, mm-hmm. not speaking of maybe in a religious way, although it was in this sort of, because Ben kind of compared it to being at church. Yep. Because all of his, all of Cullen's talks, you know, his from the pulpit type oh, things, yep, you know? the Raja yeah, moments. The, yeah. Um, I put, in my opinion, faith in yourself, determination, believe in yourself. So, yeah, I think that, you know, once Martha or uh, Mary wanted to, like, when she wanted to become, like, she changed her, her mindset, yep. basically, mm-hmm. being out in nature, mm-hmm. getting healthier, um, having to do something for herself, not mm-hmm. being, not being just given everything she wanted, going back to your favorite quote, you know, um, I think then she started to change. And then if she, of course, changed Cullen mm-hmm. and Dickon changed both of them. So yep. it was surrounding yourself with like-minded positive people or on the other hand if you surrounded yourself with like-minded negative people mm-hmm. then that's kind of where you're going to be mm-hmm. so right that's what i think the lesson for me was yeah mm-hmm. should we rate it mm-hmm. so, any final thoughts no i kind of think i gave my final thoughts um, comments i had to go back in my notes and look and i didn't yeah. have any Nope, I think I had that all there. So, um, Rise in my book, uh, I think, is just really pretty. It it has everything I like in in a book. It's so pretty. In a physical book. It's got a pretty hard cover. Um, It's got gold edges. It's Mm -hmm. got a bookmark, a ribbon bookmark. It's got some, they call them plates. So, these are original to when this was published mm-hmm. the, the pictures the illustrations oh. i don't know i just love this freaking book from how it looked i don't remember what we paid for it though ours is from barnes and noble shit it was a little bit more like does it was it like 10.99 or 14.99 or it's part of their surprise it doesn't oh look it's part of their i actually want to say it was 25.99 that seems like a lot. I know it does, but I remember. I f- yeah, you had to go in the back, the far back yeah, right corner their, of Barnes and Noble. It's in their children's classics corner. Mm. Um, but I don't know. If it, oh shit, fifteen bucks. Yeah, I would pay. I would pay. <laughs> Sorry, Fee. No, you're good. I would pay twenty five dollars for this book. Mm, I'd pay a good twenty bucks for it. Yeah. I would also pay a good 20 bucks for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I liked it. It's going to look pretty on the shelf. Honestly, I would reread this on a day where on a front 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 porch swing raining outside. Mm. Oh, and yeah. I just plucked this from my library. Ding. Sat down. Uh-huh. Yeah, it gives all those vibes. Hate, not not to read as a feel-good book, mm-hmm. but kind of. Yeah. Like an odd, strange well, has, way. And then the back quote, did you read that? Kinda I did. Because at the end of the book, I kind of wanted a little bit more, and then mm-hmm. it says, and the secret garden bloomed and bloomed, and every morning revealed new miracles. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's really kind of, I think, sort of summarized the book. Yeah. A little bit. So, 
I don't know. I wish there would have been, like I said, I'd, I'd have read a second one, Francis. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Well, don't know. I can't say it enough. I'm jazzed for you that you like this. Yeah, yeah. You're finally. Finally. <laughs> You're welcome. A book moved you. Mm-hmm. So, next week, Fee, what was, what is your pick? I just want to get the title right, even though, where'd it go? I have it right here. It's not in my... I have it hmm. right here. Um, it's it the great. Is, is it just the Graveyard Book? Yes. Is that the name of it? It is. By the Neil Gra- Gaiman. Mm-hmm. Who also wrote? Coraline. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a thicken. It is a thicken. It's a thick with three C's. Thicken. <laughs> like, thicken. It's a fat book with like a PH. So, did I, did I tell you Juicy. about one of the... Um, there's somebody I stumbled across on YouTube, and she's an author, but I think she's... Or she says she's an author. I don't know that she's published anything. But she she studies how authors what their writing habit was. Oh. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you guys about this guy? This no. chick already? So anyways, she did a Neil Gaiman yeah. one where, cause he writes all of his first, um, drafts, um, in fountain pen by hand. Nice. Still Ugh. to this day. Yep. So that's how he does his. Okay. Um, so she went and tried that. Like he goes, he's like, if you're going to write, you should, you know, you don't have anything else distracting. Mm-hmm. You go somewhere and you just write it mm-hmm. and you write it by hand. And then, so she did it and nice. She's done that with several authors. That's kind of her shtick on the YouTube, how she, mm. mm-hmm. I'd be cool to yeah, so dive like, in today, for like today artists. she, you know, I don't artists, know. She's authors. like, like does Virginia Woolf's, like what with your head in the oven or what but <laughs> but yeah so but awesome it was kind of funny that she did neil gaiman and and now we're Here reading we are. another Re- neil gaiman another, yep yeah. another one yeah so. all right love it all right so where can you find us fee uh tramps ghost ballerina is on instagram and facebook tdb pod on tiktok and youtube and you can email us at uh tg ballerinas at gmail.com yep. forgot what it was for a minute perfect yep and, and uh, don't we'll forget figure to... Our, oh, yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, for yep. the love of Christ. And yep. we'll have video again next week. Once I figure out the what camera situation. Yeah. Wah. Yeah, so the ne- the Neil Gaiman book, uh, the Graveyard book, that one we'll have video for. Because I'm going to give the camera to Chris and say, figure this out, please. There you go. It's the what, last 5% that's what we of do. a project. Right. We hand things off. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, okay. With that... I think thanks for joining us yet again. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, let's get the hell out of here. Let's get the hell out of here. Enjoy the rest of this day. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. bye. bye.